Welcome to ForeverFit.tv, your online source for fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. With your host, Nicola Riley, personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach, here to help you get in the best shape of your life. Hey, welcome to today's episode of ForeverFit.tv. Hey, first up, I just want to say sorry I didn't have a podcast for you last week. I... Um, decided to take the week off and take my own wee little advice and just like I do with the training and with the online gym and things I try and get away every sort of five weeks and take time out and I found this is a really good method for me in terms of just you know just able to stick to things going in five week blocks take some time out and then go at it again and with like podcasting and newsletters and everything doing them every single week coming up with content sometimes your brain just goes I've got nothing (laughs) and so last week I was like oh I've actually my I've got my brain's not working this week so I just decided that I'm going to put a new rule in for myself and so that these podcasts and newsletters I'm going to do in five-week blocks. So you'll get one for the next five weeks every single week. And then I may or may not pre-record the one when I'm taking a week off on that that fifth, that sixth week. Or you may find that I don't do a podcast that week. So I'm just going to take my own wee medicine and take, um, just like I do for training, is in five-week blocks because it's just... It, because just taking that pressure off myself, like I was still working in the background doing all my cooking and recipes and doing things for the online gym, but just that added podcast and newsletter just saying, no, I'm not going to do one this week, just has completely inspired me, motivated me, and was just enough of uh, saying no to something to give me a new sense of motivation and get things rolling again, so... I'm all revved up for today's episode to give you heaps of um, new information this week and answer all your questions. So taking time out is a really good thing to to do. So if you find you're sort of just, um, you know, going through the motions and the routine and you're starting to run out of oomph or um, energy, take this advice and just start to structure things into blocks or into months, like five weeks might not be right for you. It is for me personally, because I find a month is just a bit too um, short, and so I kind of do it in five-week blocks, which is re- works out really well, and that's how I structure everything in the online gym as well with all the training, and that's what, like, what I've learnt over the years with um periodizing training and through um, all the um, different methods of creating programs and everything I find that five weeks is a really good time frame for people to mentally get themselves in the game and this applies to exercise fitness mind nutrition and everything so um, yeah if you like I said if you are feeling like you're trucking along just doing going through the motions why not just give yourself a weekend away or just say say no to something that you might normally say yes to and just see see what happens and see if that makes any difference for you and like I said it was just saying no to I wasn't going to do a podcast this week and wasn't going to do a um, newsletter so it was (laughs) eye-opening but um, really powerful so we'll see what happens in another five weeks if I um, just do it the week before or if I just say no so you'll, you'll, you'll soon find out about that one. Okay, so new this week, 
in the online gym, I've got a whole lot of new fertility articles. One of the ones that I have um, just done is where do I get my folate from? So just like everybody sort of knows that, you know, through over the last 10 years of media and adverts on TV, we all know that calcium is the king for strong bones. But as you would have discovered through some of my articles, calcium's not the be-all and end-all when it comes to strong bones. There's so many other factors that are involved. Um, and just getting, um, just as calcium's important for your bones, folate is important for pregnancy. And, and so you, most women will know this just through what we get told over a lifetime and that it's a really important thing to make sure that you're getting plenty of if you're thinking about getting pregnant or if you're thinking about um, wanting to improve sorry thinking about getting pregnant and through pregnancy or you've just found out you're pregnant getting plenty of folate is really important so I've written a post all about that what the difference between folate is and folic acid um, what sort of folate to look out for, the amounts to get, the types of foods that contain it, should you supplement, should you not supplement, when is the right time to supplement, and I've gone into yeah big detail on all about folate. I've also talked all about sleep and fertility and the huge role that sleep plays in helping to improve um, your chances of getting pregnant, helping to improve your hormones and why it's so important for those expecting mums to make sure they're paying really big attention to their sleep and wake cycles and helping the body find that really good natural rhythm. Also this week brand new is I have been going recipe crazy so these are all brand new recipes that I am doing for my cookbook that is due out in October and with this cookbook I'm giving myself these timelines so I've worked it out that I want it to be ready end of October so that means I've got all of this month of July to be doing all the cooking so all the cooking is happening this month and it all happens in and around the groceries that turn up so some days there's I do loads of recipes and some days we're out so it's all trying to get as much as I can get created in this month and then all of August I'll be spending putting the book together and making it look all good so this month as you know, these recipes I'm putting straight into the online gym, so you can get them now if you don't want to wait till October. There will be some extra recipes in the book as well that won't be in the online gym, but the majority of them I'm putting straight in there for all online gym members to get right now so that they can um, start using them. And then there'll be that hard copy book, because I know personally I love collecting recipe books and I love having my shelf with all my recipe books in there and... I find it quite a relaxing thing to do to sit down with a really beautiful recipe book and flick through the pages with a cup of herbal tea and a, usually on a Sunday or a Saturday afternoon and just get inspired. So there is huge power in hard copy books and that's why I really want to create this because there's nothing like flicking through a book and touching and feeling it. So hopefully I pull that off and it all comes through um but yeah there's lots of recipes that I'm creating this month so make sure you check them out and you can see what will be coming out in that recipe book um other things that I've been doing is also been creating a whole lot of FDN articles and information for the online gym so this is functional diagnostic nutrition information and this is a whole new category 
that's to the inside um, the online gym, and this has got heaps of articles all about autoimmune diets, um, some menus in there for autoimmune um, people who are, who've got an autoimmune condition and wanting to heal their gut and get themselves healthy. We've also got. Um, you know, like the autoimmune diet isn't just about someone who's got a condition. It can be for somebody who's just wanting to do a cleanse and get themselves feeling really good. And so there's all that the menus in there for that, what sort of foods to avoid, what foods to eat more of. There's also, um, like, articles on the type of exercise to do with an autoimmune protocol. And then information on, like, on your hormones and on... Um, what else have I done? Like, what is leaky gut? How leaky gut affects your hormones? Um, yeah, I've done about maybe 10 articles over the weekend. I just went a bit crazy and just put them all, just wrote and wrote and wrote. Some days you wake up, I was up at like 4.30 on a Sunday morning and my brain, see, this is what happens when you take a, a week off. I woke, just woke up and I was just writing, and my brain was just on fire, and I was just writing article after article after article, and yeah, it was awesome. So that was a very productive time, and I just got those articles up, and they're in the online gym now, just to help support people who are really just wanting to heal gut, get themselves healthy, return their hormones back to to normal, and rebalance the body, and so these are all sitting inside the online gym. I did think about um, separating it all out, but I've just decided to put it all in there for now, so you can get all that information right now, and it doesn't cost you an extra cent or anything like that, so it's all just getting you really healthy and helping you to heal your gut and get yourself feeling really good, because that is what I've been doing over the last two to three years. I've tried all sorts of different um, protocols and methods because there's so many of them out there. And um, I found parts of some that work and parts of some that don't, some that work for like initially and then um, things start to change. So this is my kind of um, advice on the best approach to take and how you can um, make it apply to you and get yourself better from the inside out. Okay, so new workouts in the online gym have got an extreme. Um, so we're starting a new phase of training. So uh, last week was a recovery week for everybody in the online gym, so just like it was for me. And this is a brand new five-week block of training, and this has got a like a hit a brand new hit workout, a new extreme workout, and a new power yoga workout. And so these, we filmed the power yoga workout at Fongmata Beach, which is just the perfect backdrop. So whenever we're there, I try and take advantage of the, the stunning backdrop and the beautiful location. So you've got that view to look at when you do your power yoga. And then the hip workout is like no equipment, real short and sharp, fun, really fun moves that are quite dynamic and getting the body working. And then your good old extreme using some intense weights and getting the old heart rate up and getting the body strong. So that is what is on the cards for this week for all online gym members. You can, of course, be following the schedule that I've created. So we've got some sprints and interval training in there and also your endurance training on your Saturday as well, along with active recovery, some mobility work. So I do those weekly schedules every week just to help you um, find a path to go on each week and I post them up usually on a Saturday or a Sunday morning so that you can get all prepared for the week ahead. 
The other thing as well is that you can, for a lot of people, internet can be slow at certain times. So this is a great thing because on a Sunday evening, people get this weekly schedule up ahead, their brand new workouts, and they can just simply download them to their desktop along with the um, the weekly schedule PDF. And then they, a lot of people are like putting that up on their fridge and they've got those workouts downloaded and then they're straight into it the week. And it's just a really good way to... Um, get motivated each Sunday to, for the week ahead and along with getting all the information you can kind of set yourself up in the right frame of mind. I find Sunday's a really good day to set myself some goals for the week and to goal set and do some journaling and just work out what I've done right this week and what I haven't done right and just write things down. And I talked about this um, not too long ago just like journaling and how important it is and a lot of people find it really hard like I personally found it quite a big ask to go from not journaling and then going what on earth do I write down I don't know how to do this and I've just I started very simple with just um, really basic sentences and wanting, writing down like well, what my goals are and then just repeating that each day and then gradually over time it's just become a really natural habit for me to do that if I if I miss doing it during the week I don't beat myself up about it I try and journal once a day and I might if I don't do it in the morning I do it in my diary at the end of the day and I just write down a couple of sentences about what has what was good today what what was done today how did I feel today did I get things right today and then if I haven't done that during the week then I'll have a really big one on a Sunday and just write lots of things down and just what I want to achieve in the coming week so don't overcomplicate it if you are wanting to try it because that's something we do for everything <laughs> we overcomplicate everything and so one of my biggest saying is JFDI so just do it and do it in a way that works for you and you'll find huge benefits in doing it and it just takes all that mental chatter out of your brain and gives you some really good clarity so try it out I dare you to <laughs> Um, this week on foreverfit.tv, so the main website, I've done some real foodie interviews. So I interviewed Kim Renshaw from the Smoothie Club. You've heard me talk about her before. And she gives us all, answers all these juicy questions about um, her philosophy around food and exercise and what her day looks like on a plate. Then also interviewed Sarah Tanner, who is also another blogger, and she's answered similar questions and leading us into her Sarah Tanner, Tanner's inspired living blog and philosophy. And she just answers the questions all really beautifully and gives us a wee insight into um, yeah her philosophies as well. And I'm doing a whole series of real foodie interviews, so keep an eye out for them because. I love just being able to share people that I think are really inspiring and doing great things out there. So if you know anyone who you think that I should interview or you are somebody who would fit in with these Real Foodie interviews, just get in touch with me and that would be really cool because I'd love to interview. And then I've done an interview with fabulous Felicity Clark who opened the fitness shed um, down in Watomo and she she's such a cool story. I love um, what she has done and, and the lives she's changing with her um, 
the fitness shed down there. She's converted like the, an old cow shed and put down all this um, like gra- fake grass outside. And the photos are just awesome. So make sure you check out that um, post that I've done about Felicity Clark's journey and what she's up to now over there. Um, I So right now on what's happening is I'm getting all prepped up for this online yoga retreat and so this week for me is doing a lot of um part of this meditation retreat sorry this online yoga retreat is daily meditations so I'm recording a lot of those at the moment and so those are going to be something that you download daily and have a meditation for you to listen to and it's a guided meditation so if you've never tried meditation or you're wanting to give it a go then this is why this online yoga retreat is going to be so special is because you do a daily meditation as as well as your yoga and then you get all your cleansing food as well so very very cool and I can't wait for that so that's August 11th that kicks off and so just doing the prep for that now and yeah, check out all the new recipes on foreverfit.tv as well. I've got an f- awesome vitamin A, like sunflower seed coconut slice that Sarah Tanner has given us to share on the site. And that's really simple to make. Great for kids' lunches and, um, yeah, or your lunch <laughs> or a snack throughout the day. And then a really good um, roast lemon chicken recipe, nice and simple. I'm starting to do midweek um meal ideas on in the online gym and sorry not on the online gym on foreverfit.tv and this is where once a week I'm doing a really simple fast meal for you to prepare for the family but it's going to give you plenty of leftovers for your lunch the next day because this is where people fall out is they simply or don't know what to cook and then they're not cooking enough to be able to take for lunch the next day or it's they're trying to work out how to make it cost effective and so I'm trying to give you ideas of how to do this and so these are what these recipes are based around each week when I put them up. Okay so for today's topic I am talking all about sugar and what sugar is and what this means to us and is it something that is really that bad for us. So it's a topic that is like massive at the moment and you don't need to look very far to know that we are bombarded by sugar and there is massive like I quit sugar programs and detoxes out there like um yeah I want to say um I want to say names but I'm not going to say names so there's heaps of like I quit sugar books and websites and there's people out there talking about sugar being the devil and and why is it um that's and it's to be blamed for everything that's wrong in the world today. So this is some, this podcast I want to explain um, a bit more about sugar and whether or not it's good or bad for us. So sugar in terms of the white sugar that, um, you, like the granulated white sugar, has is something that is added to so many different foods and is a whole lot of processed packaged foods. And it's not going to have uh, – a lot of people confuse this with, like, fruit, for example. So one of the biggest problems is that people are confused with the different forms of sugar. And, for example, fruit – the sugar from, like, a tomato versus the sugar from a white 
um, processed packaged food is completely different and the way that your body's going to convert the sugar is also different as well. So you need to understand the difference between the types of sugar and why it is important to, um, and so then you know what sort of decisions to make down about them. Overall, it's really important to cut down on added sugars from your diet and cut down on processed foods, packaged foods, and get rid of all, you know, your fizzy drinks, your concentrated juice drinks, all the added sugar that people are consuming lots of, and eating a a whole food, real food diet with some fruit is exactly what you should be eating. So again, like I said before, it's not overcomplicating thing. If it's real food, it is then about finding the magic formula that makes you feel good. If somebody's in a in a healthy body and they're feeling good with no like history of um, health problems and they are you know not overweight and not having any problems, then having a little bit of sugar every now and then is not going to be too big a difference for them. But if somebody's wanting to lose weight and they're wanting to help their body burn fat, then balancing blood sugar levels is something that needs to be paid attention to. And sugar, when it's consumed in large amounts from all the different um, modern food that's out there, this is what is going to be bad for us. And this is where you need to understand that eating a real food balanced diet is not... Um, it's not going to be bad for you. But again, then it comes down to understanding your unique body and how you work best. For some people, avoiding fruit may be what they need at that stage of their health journey. That doesn't mean that they should avoid fruit for the rest of their life. They might just be going, needing to deal with some certain things to help that heal and to help that recover and then they may want to add fruit back in in six months time to a year's time. Where people go wrong is they think that this is what it's got to be, that it's got to be strict, this is what my body does well on and this is what I'm going to do forever. We should constantly be tweaking our diet on a continual and daily basis, understanding what it needs. Like, did you sleep well last night? Are your adrenals fatigued? Is your gut working properly? What does my body need to nourish this and what do I need on a daily basis? And just find, the more you start to listen to your body, the more you understand how food works for it and what food is going to be the best choices for you. Anything in excess is bad for you. Protein in excess is bad for you. Fat in excess is bad for you. Too much water in excess is bad for you. So if you're eating a diet that's full of processed packaged foods, too much sugar, this is going to be bad for you. And unfortunately, this is what a lot of people are eating. And so this is why it is fantastic that these um, I Quit Sugar books and, and detoxes are out there because it is raising people's awareness to sugar and why um, we need to cut that out of our diet but unfortunately what people then put that down to is that they need to cut out fruit they need to cut out um, like some starchy vegetables people start freaking out about potatoes and kumaras and you know real food and for some people those those real food items can be incredible for their health 
But for that same person, they might find that they don't do well on potatoes, but they do better on some fruit. So some tweaking to modify your diet so that it's right for you is really crucial. So the unfortunate thing is that people are really drawn to extremes and drawn to um, following really strict approaches. And so this is where understanding that... We're all unique. You you are a unique little snowflake, and what your body needs is different to what somebody else needs, and what your body needs today is different to what your body might need in a year's time. If you've got any sort of um, gut problems, which then can lead to some overgrowth of like bacteria, or can create a brilliant environment for far- um, parasites and fungus or candida overgrowth then your diet's going to be very different to heal that than what it would be once you have healed that. So um, people are used to feeling not great. And so quite simply, if you start to cut out all the rubbish um, processed food out of your diet and you start to eat real food, then you're going to start to get healthier and then you're going to start to feel better. People talk about fructose from fruit as a devil and this is something that um, again it comes down to the individual how does fruit play a part in in your body and there's different varying um, fruits out there that are going to play a different part in your body so for me personally I eat um, fruit that is lower sugar because I know that um, I, I used to eat uh, like bananas like, every day but now when I have a banana I know that I it affects me and it makes me like it literally just gives me a buzz and then I know about two or three hours later I'm craving sweets and, and I almost want to have a wee nap because it has just totally skyrocketed my blood sugar levels but I could eat apples, pears Um, oranges berries all day because they don't affect my blood sugar levels and they keep me really stable and so for me those types of fruits are really good for me and they make me feel amazing and having them in my day is just a really great addition to the rest of my diet when I um yeah so this is what works for me personally. If I was to have a banana every now and then, or I might use a banana and some baking, if I was to have a baking treat, no big deal. I don't get all, um, you know, beat. I don't get all weird about it. I just know that if I'm going to have a banana, I need to have it with some fat or some protein to balance that out to keep my blood sugar levels stable. Because ultimately, that's what you're constantly trying to do is get a constant stable energy to feel good all of the time. But when you eat foods that spike your blood sugar levels up and make you crash, you're constantly going to have highs and lows in your energy. You're going to have highs and lows in your cravings. And it's going to make you feel like tired at times, moody at times, emotional at times. And so when it comes to choices around food, it's about making sure you're choosing foods that stabilize you, that provide you with fuel and keep you going. So when it comes to real food and the fructose from one piece of fruit this is completely different to um, like 
the fructose that you might get in a in a bought bottle of orange juice. It's completely different. So when it comes to eating fruit and um, sugar, avoid things that are in high concentrations. So eating one piece of fruit is fantastic for you. If you're going to make a smoothie and you were to load it up with pineapple and mango and passion fruit, this is going to be a sugar cocktail. And again, this is just going to, you know, it might taste pretty incredible, but that there would be sending me off the wire and make me feel pretty um, wired. So when it comes to making smoothies, you want to have low amounts of fruit on it and then add lots of vegetables in it. So then you're getting the fiber and um, all the delicious vitamins and minerals but you're not getting that massive spike in blood sugar levels so whole natural real food but making sure that it's food that keeps you balanced keeps you stable and keeps you feeling good but if you do go have a banana or you have a high um a whole lot of you know fruit salad think about think about how you can balance it out and think about okay this is going to need some full fat yogurt on top of this so that this doesn't spike my blood sugar levels up or as long as it's real food your goal is to then ask yourself how do I get good consistent energy from this and use this food to make myself feel really good because it's ultimately the entire time you want to feel good be selfish and be on the frame of mind that food is food is fuel and I want it to make I want it to personally fuel me and make me feel really good. So what often happens as well is that people, when they go down like um, low sugar, they also go down low carbs. And so then they start cutting out like starchy vegetables as well as cutting out fruit. And then they start to get, um, they start to look at things like carrots as being something that have lots of sugar in them. And then they start to get... um, well that's basically they're cutting out all carbohydrates and all fruit and so then your body you might lose weight initially and you might get some improvements initially but at the same time you're most probably also getting a stress response from the body and this stress response might give you like spike of energy because your body's running on adrenaline because adrenaline does make you feel good in the initial stable stages but then your body can't keep up with that stress response over time. So this is where low-carb diets may work initially, but then you plateau and you burn out on the other side because your body needs some good amount of healthy carbs to to keep it functioning and to keep your brain working, to keep your adrenals working, support your hormones and everything. So we need glucose to produce energy in our body, but if you start pulling too many sugars and carbohydrates from your diet you're going to get a stress response and your body's going to start to increase the amount of the stress hormone and so this initially might make you feel good and this is why people like um you know when you've done something really scary you're like buzzing afterwards that's like that adrenaline response and so um short term mid term it can have like a perceived benefit going low carb low sugar but then over the long term, it's hard to um, maintain a really low carb, low sugar diet. So when you eat, when you look at your diet, you want to make sure that you're just getting a really good balanced approach to each meal. 
is your meal going to have um, good quality fats in there, good quality proteins, plenty of vegetables, base your meals around loads of vegetables. And then the great thing about adding some fruit to your diet, it also helps like cleanse the palate, helps um, provide the body with um, enzymes to help to be able to break down the protein. And it just it's also a great way to finish a meal. So don't be afraid to add real fruit to your diet is basically my take-home message from this. And as boring as it might sound, structure your plate, structure your plates for each meal, vegetables, some protein, and have some fruit afterwards to cleanse the palate. And that is just a really simple way to um, eat healthy, to eat real food, and to not overthink it, and just notice how you feel after those meals and how. Um, how that provides your body with fuel try with fruit try without fruit try different types of fruit and try different types of starches and just start to write notes in a diary how did this make me feel did it make me um, energized did it last me Um, was it not a good idea to have that fruit with the meal I might find that I want to have an apple by itself this is where like food combining comes in for some people if they've got digestive problems they may not do well with having fruit with their meal they might do better having fruit by itself Um, say like a mid-morning apple might be better for them but this again it comes down to listening to your body knowing what it needs and how well it works so sugar so to, to summarize all of that sugar isn't the complete devil that it's made out to be processed packaged foods and foods high in sugar most definitely and you want to make sure that you get all of those out of your diet and you eat a real food diet that provides your body with nutrients that it needs it is then about tweaking your food so that it works for you personally how much um fruit is good for you you might this now this the other thing as well is you might find that you don't do well on fruit so I'm not telling you that you should suddenly go out and eat a whole lot of fruit you might find that you are somebody who doesn't do well on that and this could be something to do with your digestive system this could be something to do with like candida bacterial overgrowth and you're just going to cut the sugar out for the moment but at the same time um, you might find that you just need to be getting in some starchy carbs so or you might switch them over. You might get the fruit instead of the starch carbs, or you might be able to do both. So it is a combination, and it's about finding out what works for you. So tweak things, and instead of listening to all of the hype and picking up the next book, start to listen to your body. Start to ask questions about how I can give my body the food and the fuel that it needs, and how did that last meal make me feel? And so... Like, for example, for breakfast, I'll have a huge half a bowl of um, vegetables with some like leftover meat, a couple of eggs, and then I'll have an orange to finish off that breakfast. Lunch would be like a similar sort of style for me, different protein source, different vegetables, and then I might have an apple. And then dinner would be like berries on the, after that for like dessert. So this is something that's really working for me at the moment. And... Um, yeah, and then sometimes I'll add in some starchy vegetables in there when I when I need it and when I want it. So that is today's episode in a nutshell. 
I hope that was insightful and you got lots of information out of that. And please, if you've got any questions about that, don't hesitate to get in touch with me. Otherwise, make sure you sign up to the newsletter and I shall see you soon for your next episode. The materials and content in this podcast are there to educate and to inform. There's no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, I encourage you to discuss your options with your healthcare provider who knows your condition and your health history. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience and conclusions. Nicola Riley encourages you to make your own health care decisions based on your research and in partnership with your qualified health care professional.